Hello there, I'm Elias Porto. I'm listening sub, uh, English Sub School podcast every morning. English in the Bible. Inspiration and Transformation. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mo Saina for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson four for Sunday. I said Sunday, July 17th. Today's title, In His Image. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, Oh, Lord, we know that you are perfect, holy. You are um, beyond our imagination, but you know that we, you can get us closer to you. Oh, Father, we don't know how and the ways that you do it, but help us to understand, to surrender to you, increase our faith, increase our relationship with you so that naturally, we will be reflecting your love to others. Bless us and help us with those blessings. Bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. The lesson starts with the following verse, Romans 8, 29 from the New King James Version. It says, For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Yes, the New King James Version. And let us see what the NIV says. Yes, Romans 8, 29. Yeah, I'm using the, the app, the Sabbath School app. And it's so wonderful because I can get uh, at least uh, five different verses. Yeah, five different versions of the Bible. NASB, New King James Version, KJB, NIV, and ASV. Wow. But here, NIV, it's my favorite one so far. Romans 8, 29. For those God foreknew, he, was, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So you see here that they include brothers and sisters because um, the New King James Version preserves the original idea that uh, the plural included only men. <laughs> But uh, they, they make it very clear that it was not only God's blessings are for all of us. It doesn't matter what gender we belong to. But uh, the lesson says the following. In the beginning, God made us in his image. But that image has been corrupted by sin. Yes. So in what ways do we see this defacing of God's image in humanity? Oh, there is no, not enough space and there are not enough pages for us to write down, right? The different ways that we have defaced God's image in humanity. The lesson says the following. It's obvious. We all have been corrupted by sin. Yes, yet. God's desire is to restore us to what we should have been originally. This is where our verse today fits in. Yes, it reveals God's plan that those who submit their lives to the Holy Spirit may be conformed to the image of His Son. But there is another dimension to it. Ellen White wrote in the book Desire of Ages, page 671, the following. The very image of God is to be reproduced in humanity. The honor of God, the honor of Christ, is involved in the perfection of the character of his people. Energy White, The Desire of Ages, page 671. But uh, now let me sigh. 
Oh, Lord, have mercy, right? Because I'm opening a parenthesis here, but come on. It seems that the more we talk about the likeness of Christ developing in us, the farther from Christ we become. Lord, have mercy. Oh, our sinful nature drags us down, but only God's spirit and power can lift us up. Now, the question is, we have this quote by Ellen G. White, right? What quote, Pastor Natal? The one from Desire of Ages. Uh, yes, right. So, the question is, how do you understand what Ellen White says to us in the quote cited above? And we are encouraged to read um, Job 1, Matthew, 1 Corinthians, and Ephesians. So, let us take a look there. Open your Bibles. Come on, it's, Mon it's Sunday today. Sunday! It's the day that most of you are free. So you can open your Bibles without any problems. Uh, and we're going to be reading Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Prologue. In the land of us, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. His sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays, and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, Perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. One day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands, so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now, stretch out your hand and strike everything he has. He will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well, then. Everything he has is in your power. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby, and the Sabians attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am, I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the fire of God fell from the heavens and burned, burned the sheep and the servants. <laughs> I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, 
the, the Chaldeans came, formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword and I am the only one has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, your, your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them and they are dead. I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Know this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Matthew 5:16. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. First Corinthians 4.9 For it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession, like those condemned to die in the arena. We have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. Ephesians 3.10 His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Wow, what a terrible story do we have there, huh? Now, the lesson mentions the following. As Christians, we must never forget that we are in the midst of a cosmic drama. The great controversy between Christ and Satan is unfolding all around us. The battle takes many shapes and is manifested in many ways. And though much is hidden, we can understand that as followers of Christ, We have a part to play in this drama and can bring honor to Christ through our lives. Final question. Imagine being on the field of a huge stadium. Sitting on the bleachers on the one side are heavenly beings loyal to the Lord. On the other side are beings who have fallen with Lucifer. If your life for the past 24 hours were played out on that field, Which side would have more to cheer about? What does your answer tell you about yourself? Whoa, mercy, Lord, mercy. But only by grace can we enter, isn't it? Only by grace can we stand. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, how far we are from the likeness of Jesus. And the more we look at Jesus, the more sinful we appear. But... You are a teacher of holiness. You have put our hope in you. And we ask you, Lord, purify us as you are pure. Help us to abide with you and to be connected to your grace and mercy. You taught us by the example of Jesus. May we follow him in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my friends, a tough lesson today, wasn't it? I am Mo Sina for English Sabbath School Podcast, Lesson 4 for Sunday, July 17th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Believes 
UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast. It is available on any podcast platform. Rate us, please, with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening. Thank you, my friends, for sharing. And thank you once again for praying with us and for us. May the Lord grant you a day of rest and peace.